Hey Scalers, welcome to the Scale and Skyrocket Your Business podcast. And today you're with me, Law Bradley, and I'm going to talk about the dangers of blindly watching and blindly following other competitors who are ahead of you in business. So do you often find yourself stuck in the analysis paralysis of spending so much time watching what other entrepreneurs who are 20 steps ahead of you are doing? So you might be busy adding their coolest ideas into your own personal inspiration folder and you're questioning your own business when those big names start deviating from where you've been focusing. And do you sometimes feel icky because you're always a few steps behind them and and not really carving out a path of your own? So I'm here today to tell you to stop watching everybody else like right now. And I'm going to talk about why riding in somebody else's wake could trip you up. So stay with me and let's dive on in. So I was flicking through my book, Grow Your Tribe, today, and a couple of pages caught my attention about watching others. So I thought it's a great opportunity to elaborate on it in the podcast. So if you haven't read the book, then go and grab a copy as I take you through how to arrive at the place in your business where you can basically sell without selling. Now then, I've spent years watching other people and it's part of my job as a business strategist to understand every part of how a business may thrive and scale. But I see many entrepreneurs literally paralysed or sometimes put out of business because all their offerings and all of their next moves are solely planned around what their competitors or what their social media influencers are doing. So I'm not talking about copycat style of copying other people's offerings here, but rather when we're watching our competitors' moves and then we start following them in the same direction. So incidentally, I'm just going to throw in here that it's totally good business practice to do your homework and to keep your market knowledge on trend by understanding the latest thinking and approaches. But what I'm poking at here is the addiction to constantly watching what the big names are doing and changing your direction based on what they're doing. And I've been guilty of this myself. So I was guilty in the past of spending far too much time watching the entrepreneurs that I admired when I first started out. And I would spend hours reading their autobiographies. And we didn't have the internet back then, so we just had stone tablets. And I would try to emulate these people. And it was often the case that I'd fail and I'd trip myself up every single time. So today I know that I can only do me and I can't be anybody else. And I'll tell you why in a moment. So I still have my own entrepreneurial idols today and I do listen to their podcasts and I do watch their changing directions very carefully and I make my predictions on their future direction based on my own strategic ability to look at their behavioural shifts and predict exactly where they're heading next. So what they're selling, how they're doing it, what they're saying 
And I can easily see the new directions that they're starting to move in. So an example is you might see the biggest course creator in your niche has now started talking about the massive success and results that they're having in TikTok or or wherever. So they might be launching pop-up masterclasses or challenge workshops. and, And you're sat there thinking, shit, here I am with my online course, but pop-up workshops are so in right now, so I'm going to have to shift my focus. And you know what many entrepreneurs do? They panic and they go off and they create their own pop-up workshops, challenges and, and the rest of it, because that's where their competitors seem to be heading. So they drop everything that they're working on and they basically forget their own plans. And when you're on the journey to seven figures, it's going to be more important than ever that you stay focused on your goals as every distraction risks sending you off your course. Every distraction risks you taking longer to reach your goals. So it's really great to look up the entrepreneurs who you aspire to become like. But if you want to keep your business focused, keep it scaling and moving forward, then you need to resist the temptation to blindly follow what the influencers in your marketplace are doing or saying. So now here's where watching others rather than focusing on your own shit starts to trip you up. So when social media really took off about 10 years ago and before I nipped this really bad habit of blindly watching others in the bud, every time I saw my idols start to do something new. So they might launch a new product, uh, new website widgets, a new type of approach to their offerings and so on. I would literally shudder. I drop my own priorities and I just dial straight into their world. And it was like I would just literally drop everything. Now, I'm already an experienced and an accomplished entrepreneur. But have you ever felt that wobbly moment when you have that feeling that you might have got this all wrong because the people that you're looking up to are taking a different path to you. And and that feeling can be pretty gut-wrenching. Now, I used to suffer from really bad imposter syndrome and I'd get anxiety just from watching others and going through this sickly fear of looking at myself and comparing their new directions to my own. And I'd constantly doubt myself that I might be on the wrong path. So I'd be sat working and I'd receive on-screen notifications on my phone when my influencers or competitors made some some kind of a, a FOMO style announcement or they'd gone live on social media to talk about you know the latest new thing. And I'd literally I'd drop everything to tune in so that I'd avoid missing out. And what it cost me in the long run was time. I'd lost time in stopping what I was doing. I'd become distracted and I'd switch direction. And then I'd invariably switch right back again further down the line. And I spent too much time watching. And time is ultimately money. And ultimately, time is our freedom as well. And and these influencers were my thought leaders. So you're probably thinking to yourself, well, surely they're going to have the inside track on nailing all the shiny new things. So 
Are the influencers and leading competitors always right? So what do you reckon? Well, I'm here to tell you that they don't always have the right answers. And here's the thing. You don't really know what's going on in anyone else's business or why they're doing what they're doing. So you only have any certainty on what's going on in your own business and no one else's. And usually larger businesses or influencers like to test the waters with new concepts on their website or they often try out new materials on social media for their audience's reaction. But, and this is the really important bit to remember, they can afford to do this because they're earning gazillions and you can't afford to do this, not necessarily because of the financial element, but because you can't afford to risk your business scale journey by riding in the wake of other people. And competitors and influencers aren't immune to making mahoosive mistakes when they're trying out new ideas. In fact, many of them will openly say that the majority of their test offerings didn't work. So they kind of quietly quit it. And I'll bet if you look carefully at your favourite influencers or competitors, you'll probably have seen them soft launch an offering and then it quietly retires a few months later. So no fuss, no announcements and poof, it's gone. And retiring what doesn't work doesn't affect them because they already have their own proven core offerings that already work. So they can afford to test and retire all of these shiny new ideas if they need to. But this is how it affects you. So if you're allowing yourself to be distracted and constantly realigning your strategic business direction to theirs and they make an error in their direction, it can be extremely costly for you in terms of your time, your money and the longevity of your business. So I want you to think about it. You're following someone who's just canned a new product and they've gone back to their core bread and butter business and you've dropped your products and you've changed your whole direction based on where you thought that they were heading. So if you're a seven figure business owner, then you can totally ignore me here as innovation and testing will be a core part of your business model. But if you aren't earning gazillions in your business, then you can't afford to continuously keep up with those people who are testing the market with new things because it's unproductive. It's going to distract you from building your own fabulous brand identity. And it's also very risky in case that shiny new thing that you've emulated goes horribly wrong. So you need to stay focused on your own shit. So be mindful and watch and learn from the experts by all means. I do it myself. But don't allow yourself to be wholly distracted by your competitors or your influencers. All right, I've got a question for you. So where should you be focusing your energies and your time then? And I'll award you 500 house points if you've just said my clients. So I want you to stop looking at your competitors because your attention should be focused on your clients. And if you're feeling that your forward motion is blocked or you're feeling distracted by what your favourite influencers are doing, then here are my simple tips on what you can do. So number one, double down on your core offer. 
and stay focused on your clients and avoid the temptation to get distracted by those who are ahead of you. So your audience and your clients matter more than influencers. Number two, so by all means, continue to follow those who are ahead of you and and do save inspirational things to your inspiration folder or wherever you keep them. But then get straight back to your clients. Number three, if you do get distracted or you fall into imposter syndrome, then go and do something more powerful like this. So book a focus session with your clients or or perhaps with ideal members of your audience and ask them for feedback. So these are the people who really matter to the success of your business. And number four, so now I want you to mentally set the intention to not bring your emotions into the very next step. So the next step may trigger imposter syndrome. But before you start the next step, I want you to commit to taking an objective and an unemotional view of the next exercise. So number five, schedule time in your calendar to work on your business. So this is the time to do your competitive research during this scheduled time and work out what the marketplace trends are. So I've also created a competitor comparison sheet for you to download. So don't forget to grab your copy of that. All right. So number six, look at what you do versus what your competitors are doing and find new opportunities in your uniqueness and look for what your competitors may have missed. So you're basically building up your unique value proposition here. And I also have a great video on how to stand out in your marketplace. So I'll leave the links to that. Number seven. So if you do feel the imposter syndrome creep in by this point, then I highly recommend using the emotional freedom technique or EFT to tap it out. Number eight. So set yourself some positive affirmations to deal with any residual feelings of imposter syndrome. And then what I want you to do is just emotionally walk away from this exercise because the work's done. So spend time to learn what your clients' wants and needs are and focus on providing the transformation that they're hoping for. So be aware of your competitors, yes, but don't waste your valuable time blindly surfing in their wake. So continue to be you. Focus on your business and focus on being the best that you can be for your clients.